So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the real estate marketing dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Uh, folks, we're at the end of the year here, and uh, if you're like most people, probably thinking, wow, 2023 sort of sucked, but um, what am I going to do in 2024? It's what you should be doing uh, this time of year. While business is slow, this year maybe a little bit slower than, than normal for a lot of people, um, but... Regardless of what happened this year, uh, when December comes around, one of the things I always do is just practice and think about what the hell I'm going to do next year differently. What changes am I going to make? Uh, one of the things that you have to do is make changes, especially right now. Um, this is the best time to make changes is when everybody's sort of looking around what to do and there's an interrupt or a pattern change or anything like that. That's the best time to go out there and actually stand out, stick out. Um, one of the ways to do that is going to be obviously with video. If you've been on the show for quite some time, we talked about video, we scripted and distributed lots of videos over the years. And we brought on, um, Nick, that's going to tell us everything about video, where he sees it going and whatnot. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. What are you going to do next year in video? A lot has changed. Um, in the last 18 months, we saw long form go to short form. Uh, we saw, you know, like the, the need for less, call it edited videos, even more authenticity has always been the key. But um, what's coming in 2024, you have this artificial intelligence. Can you use that for script writing? All this other stuff. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Nick Niehaus. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do, business school. What is that? And tell them about, um, and we're going to get into it. Like, Because what we want to talk about is what the hell we're going to do in 2024 in video. What can we do that you haven't done already or what you should, where the trends and uh, what should we be focusing on? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess, first of all, you know, I, I run a company called Business Video School. Uh, we primarily teach real estate agents how to use video. And uh, one of the key components of that is that we really teach people that video is a form of communication. So yes, it's a marketing tool. Happy to provide some tips and tricks on that front today. But I think it, that that in my mind, heading into 2024, is maybe the most important thing to sort of understand, you know, coming into this, right? So you already mentioned, obviously, it's been a tough year. Um, the good news about that is that there there's less noise, right? There's less people marketing. I mean, there's literally less agents than there was a year ago. Um, but there's also just a bunch of agents that cut back on their their ad spend. They cut back on their effort. You know, they're kind of they're out there looking for side hustles. And I get all that, but that means there's just less content being created. There's less being posted. And so, in a lot of ways, I think heading into 2024, I mean, you got to think about it as an opportunity. I mean, this is this is a chance if you're still serious about your business and you're looking to grow. Um, we are the project projections look like we're going to see a, a bit of an increase in transactions, not back to where we had been, but that's going to help a little bit. And so, I think that. You know, you mentioned obviously short form got big. Um, I think we're actually seeing a shift a little bit back towards long form again. You know, because TikTok added ten minutes and uh, live video never went away, right? So there's some opportunities there. But I do think, you know, but, but back to what you're talking about authenticity wise, um, that is probably the biggest trend we're seeing. Is that um, I was doing a, an example as I did doing a presentation the other day, and I asked the room full of folks like, who here can define your ideal customer? Tell me about them, right? Like, do you know any of the information about that person you're really trying to attract? Who's that niche? 
two, three years ago, nobody had an answer, right? Like everybody was just like, oh, sure. I want to buy and sell houses. Anybody. I can work with anybody. They wanted to relate to everybody. Like every, right. like they, Trying want, to... they want everybody. Like the person that they can't stand, like you name it, anyway, you go and buy a house. I got you, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the guy I absolutely hate. I really want to work with that person, right? Like we, we know that's not true. Um, we know that's also just not how your business works. You tend to attract, you know, certain categories of individuals and probably push away other types of individuals. And that's sort of natural. But that was what struck me at this event is uh, the average person in the room, they actually had some information about their ideal customer. They had started to think about this. And that to me, that's the that's the thing that's shifting. You know, I think a lot of agents that have been serious about their business for years have, have finally sort of accepted this reality of like, look, communication is easier than it's ever been. It is so easy to put information in front of other people. And what that means is there's just so many more people doing it. So if I want to cut through that noise, I have to say something more customized for my ideal customer, right? I got I to get a message that's going to get their attention and it's going to attract them. It's going to get them to want to start paying attention to me on a regular basis, um, especially in these periods where not that many people are buying or selling houses, right? Because because that's, that's your brand period, right? I mean, if anything, yeah. the... The agents that did it right this year, they focused on brand building. They they got even better, uh, you know, sort of learned even more about that ideal customer so they could cater their content even more to them. And now they have thousands of additional people that know who they are, who are starting to trust them, starting to like them, you know, starting to see all the stuff they have in common with them. As soon as those people want to sell their house, they already have their agent, right? I mean, yep. I, know, I know you've been talking about, you know, being top of mind for, for many years, right? That's the power of video is your face being the first face that pops into that person's head. And so I think I think that's the big trend right now is, is get to know that customer, be honest with yourself. It's okay to narrow down and sort of pick a certain kind of group of people and then just make sure you understand them really well. And then, and then my favorite version of this is to look at where you overlap with them, right? So what are your interests? What are, what are pain points you've experienced in life? Match that to your ideal customer. Find those those commonalities, the things that both of you are really excited to talk about. And that takes some work, right? It takes a little bit of soul searching, perhaps. But you do that, you come to 2024, that information, you're going to kill it. That's great that people are actually seeing it. You're right. They are. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it, it, man. I, I, I really haven't thought about it because they're usually, when I used to do a lot of like branding, the first question, like, what's the difference between you and everyone else? Like, that's the first thing I ask everyone. Right. See, like, if they if they could recognize that. And a lot of times, um, 90% of the time, they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to you know work in the best interest of my client. I'm gonna do a good job on them. I'm like, are you supposed to do right. that? Like, like, yeah, yeah. All this stuff like, is just like, the yeah. basic requirements uh, of the job. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's good because that's all this is is brand. So, like, Nick, are you telling me that if I just get on video, I'm not just gonna start generating a ton of leads just because I'm on video? <laughs> well, you know, but, unfortunately nowadays, no, right? I mean, there there kind of was that point, man. We yeah, used to make was. videos that were just generic as heck. You put them out, and people would get business, right? But yeah, I, I think that ship sailed a little bit. Yeah, and, and uh, let's talk a little bit because you hit it on the hat. Let's go even deeper with it. What, dialing in like the the content strategy because it's not what you say, it's how you say it that it, people are paying attention to. And and often people are so scared to to say the how and how they would when no one's looking. So what I mean by that mm -hmm. is like you know how the, the same way you are when when the nobody's watching you. Like when you're by yourself is the exact same way you should be on video when everyone's watching you. You know, but it's hard for people to do that. We put that like what is johnny gonna say about me or what's melissa yeah, gonna right. say about me and like who cares why you know like how do people get sure. over that well yeah that's a great question i think that that is and i've seen that i mean you and i have both seen that a thousand times right it's like it's it's always the most random it's like oh like i got this cousin and he's always been mean to me and like he's gonna comment on my video and i'm always just like 
he's yeah of course he's been doing that his whole life it's he's just that's who he is that has nothing to do with you you know um but that'll hold people back and so yeah i think so to me a lot of that is is look when you when you do social media you know because i think that's what most people think of when it comes to video it's always going to be a performance i mean there's always because the thing is like you're never going to get rid of that aspect that just sort of any random person could see that content any comment could come through and you you just can't predict it so the flip side of that is, okay, look, if that is a performance and, and there is going to be a little bit of nerves no matter what, are there other kinds of video? Are there other places I could be sharing content? Are there other ways I could talk to people through the video camera that aren't the same kind of pressure, you know, maybe to get some practice, get some familiarity? Um, a lot of that, I mean, because in my mind, like anytime I've worked with somebody, if everything else was second nature by then, like if, if using the equipment was was really convenient, they'd done it a bunch of times, if speaking into a camera was familiar... And the only thing that was new was just the information they were sharing at that moment. Then they're pretty natural, right? They because they're comfortable. So I think it's about reps, right? It's about how many how many reps do you have? How many times you made a video? Um, that's why for our school we always teach our students. I mean, start at the other end of the spectrum. Start with one to one video messages, right? You're sending a video to a single person. Uh, my favorite example of that is happy birthday videos. Get on Facebook. It, it tells you whose birthdays are happening today. Like literally next to each one of them is a message button yeah. and you can click it. You can jump into messenger and send them a happy birthday video in about 15 seconds. I, I do that demo in my, my trainings all the time. Like get your phone out. Let's do it. Right. Two minutes later, you've sent a couple of these videos. So that's just, there's just so little pressure, but the crazy part is like, it also has business uh, ROI. Like it's actually one of the most effective forms of video we've ever seen. Cause, cause it puts you again, it's, you keeps you top of mind, right? Like you're in their yeah. head now. Like they just saw you, you just, you just smiled at them. You wished them happy birthday or whatever it is. You said, Hey, that, that vacation you went on looked a lot, of, a lot of fun. Let me know what I should check out. If I ever go there, whatever it is, 15, 20 seconds. Now you're in their head. Now they're going to remember you a, a few weeks later when they, when they, for whatever reason, have a need for your product or service. Obviously if they need to sell their house, you know, you're going to be more likely to pop up. Um, and it's just so low pressure. So I, I like to start there. And I think that when you when you start with these simpler kinds of video, um, especially when you see the business impact, right? So a couple of weeks later, you've sent 50 of them to, a, you know, 50 people, a couple of them reached out, you got a couple meetings scheduled, whatever it is, right? That just makes you, you start to accept, okay, this is worth it, right? Like I can do more of this. I can keep taking more chances here. Um, and then we kind of build on that, right? So I Usually think that that's one thing that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you need a little bit of confidence. You need those little wins when you get when you're getting started. You're like, oh, and then you're like, you oh, actually yeah. you actually watched that? What? I didn't think anyone watched that video. And right. you, know, you might have had like 10 views, but if four of them were impactful, like it was worth it. Um, you know, like don't look at you gotta look at the long and it's it's a long game. So here's a question I get um for you. I'm sure. curious how you're gonna answer it because um there's a and you got to approach it the right way. So like is video lead generation or is it branding? Mm, yeah. I mean, that's a hard one, right? Cause I think I will say number one, it's branding. You know, I, I think it absolutely can do both, you know I mean? Cause again, I, I think video is one of those things that it's the closest as, as a species. Cause like, you know, as, as humans, like we've been inventing new ways to talk to each other for hundreds of years now. Right. I mean, just mm -hmm. in the past 30 years, how many different ways that we invented that we can share our ideas with each other There's a whole bunch of them, you know? So I do think as long as you just accept that, Hey, this is just, this is a new way to build relationships and it's the closest we can, we can actually get to being face to face. Right. I mean, you look at, I, I like to make the example of, you know, look at the pandemic and I know we all got burnt out on zoom, but that was, thank God we had Zoom, you know, because otherwise we've been on the phone all day, would have been on conference calls, it would, you know, it just would have been much messier. 
much less impactful. We would have we would have misunderstood each other at a higher rate. Um, all that's been researched, you know, so it's it's very proven that look, look, when I get in front of somebody, their brain in a lot of ways actually feels like they're having a face-to-face -face conversation with me. So branding number one, right? Because it's, it's a relationship building tool. They're becoming familiar with you. They're starting to form that trust. And that is one of the problems, right? Is that a lot of times when you get results from your video marketing, it's it's not because they just watch a video, immediately click the button, and then they're going to call you and say, I just watched your video. I'm signing up, right? Because yeah. um, it's kind of like, you know, calling up a friend and saying, you know, or calling somebody up and being like, hey, you know how we've talked to each other several times in the past? Like, that's why I'm calling you today. Like, that's that's unnatural. Like, people aren't going to do that normally. Yep. So you have to ask. I think that's the the takeaway there is if you do this stuff, you know, you're going to you're going to have you're going to get weird comments from people like, you know, here, here's one of my favorite examples of how you know this is working is you go to a networking event and somebody comes up to you and and it feels like they're really familiar with you, right? Like they're they're like, "Hey, yeah, you were doing that thing the other day and like you talking about this and you don't really remember who they are." <laughs> Cuz I mean, just, that just, just goes What's to up, show. dude? What's up, bro? Right. What's up, dude? Oh, hey. How you been? Yeah, how you been? been? Yeah, yeah, good to see you, right? Like I don't know. I started I started to just almost say that naturally. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, good to see you." Like as if I know him cuz half the time I think I do. Um but that's what that's what you look for, right? Is like are are the conversations starting to shift and all of a sudden it's cool because I mean, I, I go to this stuff nowadays and I don't have to, I don't have to strike up small talk, you know, like people remember who I am or, or I've never met them, and, but they've seen me a bunch because of my content. And so I think that's a good indicator. And then if people are calling you, just ask them, you know, where, where have you seen me in the past few weeks? You know, what, what kind of, are you seeing any of my stuff on social? I'm just curious if it's working yeah. and all of a sudden that'll trigger. Oh yeah. I watch your videos all the time. Okay. Well now, you know, that's where those leads are coming from. Right. Um, Most yeah. A lot of it is like uh you could, these videos build up over time, you guys. Like it's not a yeah, instant like gratification thing. And that's like mm -hmm. we had um we have one one gal working with an attorney and she's like she's only shot like four videos in literally like five months. She's like, Why mm -hmm. isn't this thing working? Like, dude, you gotta shoot more <laughs> videos. Like you gotta so like there's this you got creating the videos only half the battle though, but you have to distribute, right? So um right. Why don't we walk them through that? Um, the importance of the it's not just creating the video, that's only half the battle, guys. If you don't get it seen, then that's oh the yeah. Other half. So, like, um I, I see it all the time. People will post or or they won't be social on social media, and then they expect the video to work, right? So, like oh, yeah. it's, it's not right. Craigslist. You can't just post the video on so on Facebook, but you're never social on Facebook yet yes. yourself. That's and then it's just like it's not going to work. So um question is is video versus uh creating versus distribution? Uh where do you put the which is more important. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, and, and obviously I'm preaching the choir with you, right? Because you, you get all this stuff, you've dealt with all these, these discussions before. And, and yeah, that's a huge point is it is so easy because especially if you're nervous, right, to make the content and then, and then for whatever reason you sit on it, oh, I still need to edit it. Oh, I still got to change that one graphic, whatever it is. It's crazy. Um, I used to do that a lot. You know, I mean, I got to the point where I, I had to just hire a, an editor on our team, just be like, look, I'm just going to shoot the stuff. It's going to be in this folder. And then you're going to take it, edit it, and post it for me, so that just never happens again. So, yeah, you 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 know, distribution. I think it's probably the most important part. You know, I mean, because I because I, I don't think that the quality of the video is really what matters. So, you know, as long as you made something where I can clearly understand what you're saying, I think that's that's kind of the one benchmark I always look for. Is like the audio is clean enough, I can hear you. You know, as long as I can understand what you're saying, then yeah. it's good enough to share. And you will get better, right? But you don't you don't necessarily improve that much if you're not getting any kind of feedback, you know. So if you you know if you share a lot of content, you you tend to get some feedback. You can ask for more. 
You can collect data. You can look at your stats. You can see where people stop watching the video and go back and see why. Um, there's so much information that you get from that that allows you to make those changes and improvements. So yeah, I, I think distributions number is probably more important. I think then it's it's also don't don't forget you can reshare the same video. I think people they sort of forget to do that too, right? Because I mean, the first time you put something out, number one, a lot of people didn't see it. Number two is the idea, especially if it resonates with people, will resonate again. You know, so I've I've taken some of my more popular videos that have performed better and just reposted them, and they do even better the second time, right? Because then that person that saw it two months ago. Maybe they recognize it, maybe they don't, but but again, it's kind of reinforcing that idea well, for them. Maybe this time even, they comment. Most don't even notice it. It's all in our own heads. Like no one remembers right. like the video they watched yesterday. Like I don't remember. I know I watched True. a bunch of videos yesterday, but I could I couldn't tell you one of them. Um, I oh, just know course. I saw yeah. them. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'll be halfway through reels all the time, and I'm like, wait a second, I I think I've seen this before, like two days ago, you know, but I'm still yeah. watching it again. So, and then back to what you're saying, I think that's huge too, which is. You have to do the work on the other half, the other side of the of the coin, right? Which is you have to engage. Um, that that was I got that wrong too when I first started, right? Like I, for, I resisted social media initially. You know, I, I kind of grew up in the the era when these things were like literally coming out, right? So like my yeah. a couple years ahead of me would have been like when Facebook was a, was a released at Harvard. And so a few years later, like when I could have signed up for Facebook initially, it was still just college students, you know, just to kind of show you the lineup there. And I could have, and I didn't. I kind of waited until the end of school to ever even sign up for it. So when I first got on, you know, it was for business reasons, right? It was all about like I want to, I want to get attention for my business, um, and I did that. I just, I just posted, right? And I had a bunch of friends, and I kind of wondered like, okay, why doesn't this lead to much? Once I started commenting and liking and engaging with other people's content, that's when I saw that that switch kind of flip, right? Because I mean, you, yeah. you got to remember like the algorithm is going to look at the first 20, 30 people it shows your post to, right? And if those people engage and, and they comment and they like it and maybe they share it or something like that, then it's going to go show it to a bunch more people. Well, you can create those relationships, right? I mean, there's there's a certain group of people who are pretty active on social on both ends, right? If, if they're posting a lot, probably means they're also logging on and looking at things a lot. So get out there, engage with their stuff, contribute in a meaningful way. Um, and all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later, those people will return the favor. And now that that seeds that initial engagement with your content, shows it to more people, gets in front of more of those strangers you might be trying to attract. Um, so, yeah, we we emphasize that a lot as well, which is, you know, if you're having a problem and, and you are posting relatively regularly, but you're not seeing the engagement, go give the engagement and then see what happens. Two way street, folks. What about frequency? How often should I be creating content and should I be doing short form or long form and like how many mm. videos do I need to do every single month or week um, to you stay know, consistent? Is there? Um, well, and that's, and that's the thing, right? That, that, to me, that word, the second one is consistency. That That is actually, I think, more important. Um, so I think frequency, I think a lot of people try to start with too high of a frequency, right? So they'll go, you know, I, I keep hearing you're supposed to post three shorts every day, which is a lot. I mean, anybody's made content, like especially if you're trying to make decent videos, that's a ton of content, right? So, yep. okay, I'm gonna post three a day and they post three today and the next day they post three and then they post two and then they give and like, I can't do this. And they stop altogether. I give up. And it's, yeah, it's like you went out of business, right? It's like you had this presence, people were seeing you and then you, you, you vanished from them. So I think it's better to start with, just think about what you can do. Not, not totally comfortably, you know, push yourself a little bit, but like what isn't really outside the current realm of, of possibility, so to speak, right? Like you're not making a single video ever, once a month to start, right? If you do that two or three months in a row and it was a piece of cake and you feel like you could do more, make a bonus video or two, right? 
and, and then gradually up that frequency. So as, as once a month becomes comfortable, go to twice a month, go to once a week, you know, and then kind of see where you settle in in the long term. Um, there are examples of this all up and down the spectrum, right? So, I mean, if, if it was that every successful business owner kind of did the exact same thing, then there'd be a formula. Unfortunately, it is, you know, all over the place. I remember, uh, you know, Mark Rober was a, is an extremely successful YouTuber. He's got his own sort of like toy engineering business nowadays um, ba based off of this following. He posts like once a month. It is very infrequent but it's consistent, right? And people know as the kind of tick, you know, the everyday ticks by, they're that much closer to his next video. And so it can build, it can build, uh, you know, anticipation, right? People get excited that the next one's coming, but it's going to take a little bit of time, but it's got to be consistent, right? If you don't show up consistently, that's where you have problems, right? That's where, where the algorithm starts not liking you, you know, I mean, the, these companies, they'll, they'll favor the people who post regularly because they know that people are going to keep logging back in to see your stuff and therefore they can sell ads. So if you are posting consistently, they will show your stuff to more people because they see you as more of a partner for their ad sales, uh, which is how they make all their money, right? So that's that's where I focus on, right? And then I think from there, I mean, between short and long and kind of all those decisions, that's a personal preference in some ways. I mean, short is really popular right now. I like short form, especially for newbies, because if you're putting out your first piece of content, and I've never seen anything from you before. I don't trust watching you for 10 minutes, right? Like you're just a total stranger. In that case, you know, a 20 second short, I might give you, you know, a chance and I might watch it. And if I like it, then I'll watch something a little bit longer next time. So I do think it, it makes sense to start short um, and then kind of build the longer content. Agreed. Agreed. Don't overthink it either. Um, you oh, guys, sure. He's got to pick like one, one spot. We got to do something. You can't do not do anything. Um, you, there's attention and then there's like lead gen, like the long form is going to be more like the people are way more down your funnel and need you, but it's the short that leads to the long. So you have to have a little bit of both. Um, I like long for website stuff. Oh yeah. Cause if they're there, you know, you got to have all your long stuff there. It makes sense. But then short form, we don't see a lot of, I'm not like the engagement on the long is just like, doesn't happen anymore, no matter who it is. Just seems like they're just yeah. not pushing those things out. And the shorts are doing well. It's crazy, but it switches. Um, it switches. Um, so what about 2024? Uh, what are you doing with AI? You guys are doing some cool stuff, I hear, um, with AI and, and whatnot. Like, how are you using AI with video? Um, scripts is probably, like, if, if you guys are stuck with what to say, like, use AI for your scripts. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not oh, that yeah. hard. <laughs> It has right. literally everything. Verify what it says first. Verify you agree with what the AI bot tells you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, don't read it. <laughs> but don't like read it. Don't just like say something you don't yeah. believe or agree with, but use it as a good baseline. Now, how are you guys using it right now? And what do you see the opportunity right there with it? Yeah. So we, we're going to, you know, we're trying all kinds of stuff. So um, yeah, first and foremost, I think script writing, it's incredibly helpful for that, uh, especially now that GP, chat GPT and, and several others have internet access, right? I mean, you can have it write you current up to date factually accurate information. Um, you're right. You do got to double check it. Just make sure it doesn't make any mistakes. It, it does a lot less of that than it was even six months ago. So it's gotten a lot more trustworthy, but you still want to verify. Um, and then from there, I mean, we're starting to see opportunities with uh, now generating images and graphics. Um, so one of the things we did in our school is we started building our own AI tools. They're, they're based on, you know, the same tech as chat GPT. We're just using the API. Um, but we're able to kind of further train the uh, the AI a little bit so that it writes scripts that are really specific to social media, they're sp specific to the real estate industry. Um, we have a new tool now. We, we have something that we're introducing uh, tomorrow, actually, which we're calling Workspaces. 
um, which is basically like all of the tools that you need to make your video all on one page. So we've got one that writes a script for you. The second one will generate a background image that you can use if you have like a green screen set up. And nowadays you don't even need green screen. You just click a button and it removes the background for you automatically. So you can swap that in. So we're, we're doing like a holiday video challenge tomorrow. And so they're going to be using that stuff for that. Um, so those are a couple examples. And then, I mean, from here forward, though, it's just going to get crazier, right? I mean, because you're, you're looking at at full automated editing in some cases. Like right now, there's some tools starting to come out. Um, we, we use a tool called Kapwing sometimes. Uh, that, and it's not perfect yet, but they have one now where you can just essentially talk to it and it'll do the editing you want. So some of the technical skills you need to edit your videos going away, right? So like just being like, hey, three minutes, you're three seconds in, add a graphic with my name that slides in from the right and it'll do that and it'll generate it, right? So like that's happening I, now. There's uh, AI avatars, right? Like people just, you know, fake people talking to the camera for you, right? I saw so those. It's, it's wild. Yeah. I saw one, um, 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 AI tool that, um, I saw one that are doing like cool YouTube images, uh, for thumbnails, which mm. I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. I forget which, what, which one it was. Um, but there's another AI tool that was, uh, um, God, I lost my train of thought. I'm going to, it's going to come back to me in a minute. Um, what was I using that thing for? It did something fucking crazy and I have to, I <laughs> just lost my train of thought. I'll come back to, well, there's some, I mean, yeah, there's, there's some that'll like, like one of my favorite versions right now is, uh, there, there's several that do it. One I know of is called Opus, but it'll take a long form video and it'll just cut it up into a bunch of shorts for you, you know? And it even has like the, the intelligence to kind of find the, the most interesting points in that video. Right. So, I mean, it's crazy what's possible. We had one, uh, that's what I was going to say. Um, we had one translate into Spanish. Like it was the same person. They're oh, in English. Yeah. They're speaking in English and like it, it literally translated everything to Spanish in the, in the voice. It looked, it, I'm like, that's not even them. Like, no, I know it's not like, I'm like, that's AI. They literally translated to Spanish, which is a big wow. deal because you can't edit in Spanish. You just switch over. Like that's crazy. Um, so there's a lot of that coming through, but these are, these were just solving for problems that people who couldn't get on video previously had. So there's really not an excuse anymore. I mean, you could literally and overcome not, anything oh, by just right. doing a little bit of research um, with any of this stuff. And, and, that's, and that's a great, yeah, I mean, that, that's important to keep in mind here is that like, look, if you think you had a runway to drag your feet to, to use in video, I mean, it, it's about gone now. And I think especially because, I mean, you, you it's one thing to compete with other people, right? So you, you can, you know, they all have their insecurities, all their issues. They're going to take their time to you know, that's already kind of fade now because enough people have started doing this, but now you're competing with AI too, right? So now, now there's, I mean, heck, if somebody was nervous to get on camera, they they can use a fake avatar and put a video out there. And like, I don't think that's as good as you being on yeah. camera and talking to people, but it's more content, it's more noise, right? It's it's easy to create. And so, I mean, yeah, the the urgency has has just continued to accelerate. I mean, it, it's we're really getting to a point where what is possible is, is just incredible. Um, but that also means, you know, th there's no sitting on the sideline anymore. Right. Cause I mean, again, you got to nope. remember, like it's all that psychology that the effect of somebody seeing your face and that face is talking to them and the way that that builds that relationship, that parasocial relationship, um, parasocial was apparently like one of the finalists for word of the year in 2023. Right. So it's like that people get this stuff now. Right. I mean, we're all conscious of it. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think that that's an AI, I think, is kind of coming a little bit out of left field because we didn't really know these things were going to pop up in advance so quickly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's really opening the possibility that we could see AI real estate agents. You know, I mean, you could see the, <laughs> these kind of fake fake avatars that work yeah. somebody through almost the entire. The only thing they wouldn't be able to do 
is, is physically show a home, right? But I mean, you can do virtual home showings with an AI avatar. I mean, it, it's kind of wild to think like what some of these tech companies are going to be putting out in terms of products that are competing with a traditional agent here, even in the next 12 months. So I don't know they'll come that fast, but keep an eye on it. What about for realtors um, right now? I mean, I don't know any like big top producers that aren't doing video. Like it's sort of weird if they're not at this point it is, uh, yeah. in, in the game. Like, and that, I mean, that alone should just give you guys motivation that you have to do it. It's like, it's, it really isn't. I don't in real estate. It's such a personal brand business. Like, like you have to be on video. It's your face. It's not your broker. It's your face that matters. Um, have you seen, I, I, I still have, I've yet to see anyone that doesn't like, work with yet i yeah it's it's hard to think of any i mean even the ones that are sort of more traditional agents that are have been successful for decades and you know didn't necessarily need to carve out a new audience like they've they've reluctantly started doing it you know just because i mean you don't want to wait until your clients are asking for it right it's like you got to get in front of at least that um and i and i, I was joking you know a few months ago i was like, doing a presentation where i basically pointed out I was like look when people start getting video messages from their mechanics about their car and what's wrong with it when it's in the shop, like <laughs> at true. that point, they're going to expect this from you. They're going to start asking for it. And like, you don't want to be learning it then. It's not, it's not something you're going to learn in it's a true. day, right? So you learn it now so you can preempt that. And literally in the, in that particular guy, the guy raised his hand. He's like, you know what? My, my BMW dealership just sent me a video message yesterday. And I was like, well, I mean, it's happening. Right. So I got, I got yeah. one for my plumber. Um, like really? the plumber nice. come over and it was, it was cool. It was like, he's like, he, and it was a little intro. It was a little about video. Um, nice. it's like, here's yeah. your technician. And it was, it was like such a personal touch. The kid was, the kid was like 22 years old, you know, and wow. the company like awesome. set up the video, but when he showed up to the door, I'm like, oh yeah, you're that guy in the video. It was, it was like a little different of a, you know, tell me, hey, plumber, how you doing? But now he saw right. a video. There was a different, uh, what's the word? There's a different exchange of, hey, nice to meet you. I almost felt like I knew it's him totally. a little bit already, right? It's just like, and it's just that little touch uh, mm -hmm. is the difference many times for getting hired or not, especially when people are like looking for an agent. You got to stick out and do something differently. Um, anything else you want to add for 2024? Any other tips? Uh, anything that you want to, you tell people to be on the lookout for? Well, you know, I think that, uh, Honestly, I mean, if you just make video the focus of 2024, you're going to be in good shape. You know, I mean, I think there there are other things to think about. Obviously, AI, we talked a bit about it and that being a big part of this. But I, I think the reality is like th this is the year to do it. The market is going to start to come back to some degree, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm not that expert. I'm not the one saying that, but the experts seem to be saying that to some degree. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, you just got to have awareness, right? I mean, you got to have enough people that know who you are, what you, what you do, the fact that you're a friendly, trustworthy person that they could see themselves working with in the future. And I I just don't see a, a long-term future for people that don't have that awareness. You know, I mean, if, if you're not, if you're not seen as somebody, if, if, I, if your face can't pop into my mind, when I think about real estate, you're going to be in trouble at this point. Right. I mean, I think that that's really it. So I, I don't, you know, because video can be so overwhelming to people, I want to leave it at that. Right. Cause I mean, I, I don't want to give you other things to, to use to procrastinate. So at least when it comes from me, it's like, Hey, make it, make it all about video, make it all about getting yourself on camera, whatever that means. Even if it's as simple as just saying happy birthday to people. I mean, I think if you did that, if you spent 2024 saying happy birthday through a video to every single person in your database, and that's the only right. kind of video you made. You, you probably crush it'll it. Change your business. Yeah, you yeah, probably crush it. You will absolutely. Ten to fifteen percent of the people you say hello to are going to be moving themselves this year, and a hundred percent of them have referrals. So, like whoever, um, right? I think you actually sent me a, a video birthday email before on Facebook. You might have. I, I, might, I think I have. Yeah, I think it yeah. sort of sticks out now that I'm thinking about it. 
but Good. I mean, that's that's well, like the go. perfect that's like the perfect example, guys. Like, I'm just like, oh yeah, Nick did send me one of those videos in the past. Now I have like <laughs> this weird like relationship. Years ago, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, why don't you tell them where video business school or, or uh, biz video school is at so they can uh, check it out if they want to learn more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, easiest way to find us, just check out the website, bizvideoschool.com. So B-I-Z videoschool.com. And uh, yeah, we, we've got, um, you got some freebies on there. I think that's a great place to start. Uh, you can check out our memberships. We do both monthly and annual plans. It is not a long-term contract. We don't sell any individual courses. So it's very much a community-based experience. Uh, we have an entire curriculum. We have 200 video recipes, which is basically video scripts on steroids, uh, monthly challenges, Q and A's, you know, all kinds of support, AI tools. I mean, the laundry list is all there, uh, but definitely check us out at uh, bizvideoschool.com. Sweet. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you sharing uh, your insight this episode. And we appreciate you guys of listening course. to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing New Podcast. Folks, if you like this whole thing about generating and staying in front of your database and generating attention from the people that matter most, visit referralsuite.com. Referralsuite.com. We will farm your database through direct mail, video, email, and give you everything to post and do on social media each and every day and month so that you don't have to stop thinking about what to do on any of your social channels. And more importantly, the people that you want to remember what you do for a living will and then start setting your business. That's what attraction is all about. Keep your personal brand from the people who matter most and don't let them forget who the hell you are. That's all Referral Suite does. www.referralsuite.com. Uh, check it out and hope to see you on the inside. Uh, thanks, Nick. I appreciate it, dude. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.